Because yeah. I was like, I thought I was going to be on American Ninja Warrior. Swear to God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and nice. then I did, and then I did a Spartan after that, and I was like, nope, I am not. <laughs> upper strength is not my strong suit. <laughs> You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to episode 66. Yeah, 66. Yeah, of the Run the Riot podcast. Um, time flies, man, when you're having fun. Well, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we have Miss Amanda Rasmussen. I hope I pronounced her last name right. I think I got it. But uh, uh, Amanda has done some amazing things in her life. I can't wait for you to hear her story. Long story short, she made changes in her life, and since 2017, she's lost 120 pounds, and she is killing, crushing uh, ultramarathons, and she's loving it. So I can't wait for you to hear her story and uh, the things that she's done, and uh, just be watching her because she's got more to do. Uh, so before we get started, real quick, we've got to thank the sponsors. Um, first of all, this podcast is brought to you by Runner's World Tulsa, not the magazine. This is Runner's World, the store in Tulsa. Uh, you can check them out at www.runnersworldtulsa.com. You can get their address and you can stop by if you're coming through Tulsa. Man, you need something for running. Man, they've got it. They've got it. They've got clothes. They've got packs. They've got nutrition. They've got glasses. They've got a treadmill with a, a, a tent on it that you can go and do some altitude training, man. They've got it all. Um, and they are knowledgeable. The staff there is knowledgeable. They know what they're doing. You need to get fitted for some awesome shoes. They will fit you for some awesome shoes. So check out Runner's World Tulsa. Also, we are brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. Yeah, man, it's coming up in uh, February. The Outlaw 100. And the 135 and the other distances that they've got, uh, go to www.outlaw100.com and check it out. Uh, they've also got the Flat Rock Triple Crown, including the the Winter Rock and the, just just all the races there, and also the the 101k. Yeah, he he brought that back, so check that out. Uh, the Lake McMurtry Run, Flower Moon, Dark and Dirty, Thunderbird, all of them great runs put on by great people. And we are also brought to you by T8.Run, the letter T, the number eight dot run it's gear for ultra runners uh created by ultra runners and they're shorts you've heard me talk about them but they're awesome they're commando shorts they're guaranteed to keep you chafe free and uh, while you're on their site you put in the the code the number 50 dash run the riot and you get a discount so check that out guys uh also love for you if you listen to the podcast if you find value in it uh please rate the podcast on itunes or wherever you're listening and i put a little some comments in there or something i'd appreciate that and uh, on the the website the main website www.runtheriot.run there's also a patreon link if if you just want to support and partner with us in that way and i thank you guys who are partners with the podcast very very much appreciated thank you it means means more to me than you know so uh anyway well let's get to the podcast guys so uh ladies and gentlemen let's talk to amanda rasmussen All right, what's going on, Amanda? How you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you doing, David? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. And uh, so you're just getting back from from class or something? You? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm going to school for my LPN right now. So. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, well, thanks so much for be, for agreeing to be here and take. I know you got you're busy, you know, like we all are. And so, thanks for taking a little time to to share your story. And uh, I think you're the first person that I've talked to on the podcast from South Dakota. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not many people from South Dakota. Yeah. I was trying to think, like, what do I know about South Dakota? <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to have to ask Amanda, hey, what's up? In, what, what goes on in South Dakota? <laughs> what goes on in South Dakota? Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. Um <laughs> What brings people to South Dakota is Mount Rushmore. So that's our biggest attraction here in oh, South gotcha. Dakota. But other than that, uh, the Black Hills area is on the other side of the state for me. So I'm in I'm in the kind of crappy side of the state where <laughs> it's just it's just rolling hills and gravel roads and cornfields for miles. So nice. Nice. Well, I had to look up. I was like, where is it? You're in the Sioux Falls area, right? Or, I'm in Sioux Falls. Yeah. OK, because I was like, you know, geographically, where is that? And you're like, uh, I don't know, like 560 miles due north of, of us here in Tulsa area. So it's Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I heard that North and South Dakota there get, do you all get pretty, I mean, pretty cold? Does it get really cold there? It does get really cold here. Um, so far, we've been lucky this year. So we haven't had okay. any super cold days, but um, anything like negative temperature wise, we, we'll get that every year at some point. So, oh, man, see, I'm from. I'm in Louise from Louisiana, so that's just like, oh, I don't even know, you know. <laughs> Golly, do you do you run outside a lot in, in in when the weather gets that cold? Oh, all the time. I'm I'm an all season runner, so nice. I, I run in it all. I even ran in the polar vortex that we had. Uh, what was that <laughs> last year? Was that last year? I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Um, How can you put on insane. enough clothes to run? <laughs> I I am a natural born overheater when I run, so I okay. um. I underdress um, in comparison to almost everybody I know. So Google, wow. Well, here and and I've only been here in Oklahoma for um, I guess three, four years, four years, and and I'm getting used to the cold here, and it's nothing like you know. <laughs> what what is the cold in Oklahoma? Well, it's got. Let's see. Uh, so far this year, we've gotten down to the the teens, like nineteen or something like that, and that was oh. that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what. Look, a lot of times I'll run. There's, there's the treadmill right there, so I'll just I'll run on it. It depends on the you know if it's yeah. cold and wet and all that stuff. I'll still run if it's pretty cold, but I don't have a lot of warm clothes like you guys probably have to keep. You know, or I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the amount of running gear we have to. We have to have up here is ridiculous um, for <laughs> any type of weather you can imagine. That's that's South Dakota. Wow. So so you're originally from South Dakota, right? Yep. I was born and raised here in Sioux Falls. I've lived some other places, but came back here after my son. So. OK, so so you're pretty I mean, you're you're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm used to the cold. Bring it on. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. So tell me a little bit about what it's what it's like, what it was like for you growing up. In, in South Dakota, uh, in Sioux Falls, like what what did you do? Did you um, I think I did normal things. Uh, you know, we would ride our bikes. Um, I played a lot of sports growing up initially. Um, basketball was kind of a staple for me for a long time. Um, and then I did volleyball throughout middle school and stuff like that. But, you know, just everyday normal kid activities, riding bikes and. Yeah. Try not to freeze ball. to death. 
Okay. Try not to freeze to death. <laughs> okay. I mean, build snow forts in the in the winter and yeah, and that's foreign like to that, me. So. No idea what that's about. <laughs> Never did that before. <laughs> well, you're missing out. Oh man. Okay. So, um, uh, so you did you, you did you did some of those things and all, and then when you got out of out of high school, I know you're you're uh you're a hospice nurse right now, aren't you? Or I'm a nursing assistant at a hospice. Okay. So, yep. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Um, about a year now. Okay. So, yep. And 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 then uh, now I'll be going to my to school for LPN and then RN eventually. So um, I'm not sure if I'll stay in hospice, but that's what I'm doing right now. Oh wow, that's that's pretty awesome. What did you do, like right after you got out of high school and stuff? What was your what what, what were your uh, aspirations? You know, and then how did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> my aspirations when I got out of high school. Oh wow. Um, I think there for a while I was really in a theater, so I really wanted to make it in the industry and that ah. just, that did not go anywhere for me. Um, so I worked as, uh, I worked in restaurants a lot. I went to cosmetology school and then, um, I had gotten pregnant with my son while in school and, um, kind of took a backseat on education for a while and just worked. Um, oh. and now I'm at a, now I'm at a point, he's nine now that I can go back to school and kind of focus on getting my status upgraded i guess oh okay. yeah <laughs> that's cool that's, that's that's awesome uh so uh i mean so you put to bed the whole uh the whole theater thing i mean you still have any... no i i don't think that'll happen for me okay. um yeah i it was it was a crazy idea for a long time but well, it's uh, this. I, I'm I'm a IT director at a school, and um, so this morning when I got in, oh, what was the? Uh, if if she listens to it, she'll be mad. Um, but they were they had auditions last night for I think it was, it was the Little Mermaid. They had auditions for the Little Mermaid. The, they're doing the oh. musical for the Little Mermaid, so they had auditions last night. So they had all the stuff out, you know, for it. And uh, so that, I don't know. That was be pretty interesting. And some of these kids are good, and I'm wondering, you know, I don't know. The chances of people making it in a, you know, in a big time or, or doing the big theater stuff is is even for really talented people is kind of small. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, OK. So so life life brought you to where you are now. And one of the things that, you know, online uh, that I, I saw you post these pictures and they're both of you and they're they're really not that long of a time gap between them but you're a drastically different person um in between those i mean you look different you're the same person but you know um and so tell me a little bit about about you know your journey and and you know what what made you decide to make a change there um well the change happened it would be four years in march okay Um, i just kind of decided at that point i had been living life obese um since pretty much high school age is when mm-hmm. I really started packing on pounds. Cause I, I went more into theater and straight away from sports, I guess. And, uh, anyway, I found myself in a place where I was just very unhappy with myself and, um, where I was at in life. And I just felt the only option was to change. And it wasn't just, uh, changing weight. It was, um, getting, getting my life on track and kind mm-hmm. of, that defining moment of where do I want to be in life? Um, and that's, you know, what eventually led me to make the lifestyle change, lose weight. Um, and I eventually lost over a hundred pounds. Um, and I did that in, I did that in about seven months. 
So oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a very, uh, very quick, intense thing that I did. Um, I just believe in if you're going to go after something, go at it with full force. So I really invested in it. Wow. So, um, so okay, was it was there anything that that happened that that made you decide like okay, this is just not how how I want to be, you know, all the um, way around? Or to be honest, I was just really depressed. Um, okay. And I was at kind of a low point in life where I was thinking of, you know, ending it. And, oh, wow. Um, okay. So it was it was ended or change. And that was mm. that was what the options felt like for me. So um, mental health is a very big thing for me. And, and yeah. I kind of running has become that um, stress reliever for me and something that I work through things with. So uh, that's why I kind of gravitated towards running during my weight loss. It just it's just something that frees me. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's where I was at. And, you know, since making that change, I, I can say that I haven't felt that way since. Oh, wow. Man, so, and I had no idea about, you know, about that part of it, you know, that part of your your, your walk and stuff. So, I mean, you're, I, you just felt stuck. I don't know. How would you describe the mindset that, that brought you there? You know? Uh, yeah, I felt very stuck. I was coming out of a divorce from an abusive marriage. Um, okay. And so it, it was it was just really just not feeling like I was at a point in life where I could be proud of myself or anything I had done. Yeah. I was just, you know, my self-esteem was pretty much beaten down during yeah. that relationship. So it was just a matter of finding myself and who I was again. And hmm. and, and that's what the lifestyle change was all about, was just learning who I was so wow. I could be a better person yeah. to, to myself and my son. Well, so what um, what like. What steps? I mean, okay, so you decide, you you make a decision, you know, mentally. Okay, I I I go this way and and be done, or or I I, I change things. I you know I I find myself and what what did you? What's the first thing you did? Like what what's the first thing, tangible decision you made and first or first change that you made? Um, I signed up for a gym membership. That was like the big one. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I quit smoking that same day because I had been a smoker for about 14 years. Mm. Um, I quit drinking. I got wow. I went to a, a local um, a product store. They sell like health products and but they also do like lifestyle coaching there as well. So I okay. went there to them and got like a basic meal plan from them and just kind of took my tools and put them to work right away. I, I didn't waste any time. I was like this. The time is now. I'm not, There's no tomorrow. It has to be now. Wow. Yeah, well, oh, and any one of those things is 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 you know, committing to any one of those things, because a lot of people would say, and it's funny because everybody's wired differently. I'm, I'm kind of like you about, you know, all in on stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, but you know, some people say, okay, make this small change and then, you know, get that and then make, you know, make, make smaller changes until you, uh, but you go all in and, and there's danger in that, I think, because if you, you know, f- fail at it and you're beating yourself up again, but if you succeed at it, awesome you know so exactly yeah yeah did you um like for for uh for the smoking and stuff was 14 years is a long time did you um what did you do to to help you quit smoking did you just quit cold turkey did you do patches or i quit cold turkey um basically what i did is i chewed a lot of gum and now gum (laughs) chewing is like my thing uh you're the smacker (laughs) i got it's it's an oral fixation so i had to replace it and and that's what i chose to do and now 
I get fruity gum to to curb cravings as well for like sweets and stuff even now. Yeah. Um, so man, seven months. I'm 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 just processing. So you 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 did those things and um, you weren't afraid to. I don't know that it was the weight was coming off too fast uh, or or uh, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I, cause at first you're like, yes. And I, you know, I guess, I guess you're, you know, when you're, when you're that, you know, when you're jumping in, you're, you, you don't, you're not thinking about those things, but I know that, I don't know. It was Help. definitely, it was definitely a lot faster than I expected. And it was okay. like, did I cut too many calories there or, or what did I do here? But at the same time, I was happy with the results. I mean, since then I've had kind of ups and downs with my weight, but I've, I've relaxed a lot. I mean, I don't, even track my calories anymore so well you got to where it's a lifestyle it's a it's a lifestyle you live now on yeah. how you mm-hmm. you kind of intuitively know what to eat and how to eat and when to stop and and you're probably exactly. running like a crazy person like all of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's the nature of ultra running though isn't it yeah, just run a yeah. ton of miles all the time exactly um so you um you, you're working out you're running you're watching your food you quit the bad stuff the the the, the smoking and and uh and drinking you know you just i mean night and day what are you like you, the people in your life your family your friends and stuff you know what are they what are they telling you when they see this this you know this weight dropping off and see you just go gung-ho into all these things uh, they were extremely proud of me. You know, that's that's the main thing they kept saying is how happy they were to see me, you know, actually be happy. Yeah. Because um, I, I feel like as time went on, more of a light kind of just sh- sh- was shining through me. Um, I just I don't, I, my eyes were open to so many different things and uh, people were extremely supportive. So it was it was nice to have everybody kind of be behind me and they still are. So. Well, you, yeah, you're doing, uh, so you've, you've done that. And then now you're, you're doing some other craziness that will, you know, we'll talk about, you know, in a little, <laughs> a little bit that everybody else is like, that's, that's ridiculous what you guys do. But, um, so, um, I guess, I guess it's probably like a, a kind of snowball effect. Huh? Once you see like, wow, I can, I can, I can do this. It kind of feeds the, the drive and the motivation, you know, that you just kind of keep, you see results and, and, and keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. I used my goal setting for weight loss to transition kind of into running. So yeah. it was just once you once you make those milestones, you just want to keep going, make the next one. So that's just kind of how I'm wired. I want to keep moving forward, keep discovering what I'm capable of. So yeah, yeah. So what was your first uh, you're using running? And and this, of course, this is an ultra running podcast. So you're, you're you're starting to run more. What was your first race that you did? Um. I guess technically the first race I did was a 5K Warrior Dash. Okay. Uh, which is an obstacle course race. Because yeah. I was like, I thought I was going to be on American Ninja Warrior, swear to God. Um, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> and nice. then I did I did that, Spartan, and then I did a Spartan after that. And I was like, nope, I am not, <laughs> upper strength is not my strong suit. <laughs> so, um, and then I did a 10K race after that. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So that's. That that's awesome. Uh, so how many? How okay? So you did the 10k, and then did you you bumped half marathon? Did you did you do this? The, yep. the kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I did half. Um, six weeks after that, I did a full. Okay. Six weeks well, after that, I did my first 50k. Nice. So, nice. 
<laughs> nice. So let's let's talk about real quick your your first full marathon because I always like to, you know, when people do their first first marathon. Was it a road? It was a road marathon, or it was a road marathon. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So how how did you uh, did you go through looking back, knowing what you know now? Did you go through a proper training cycle for it that you feel like, or um, not necessarily, but I got the result that I wanted. So okay. And what was that? Uh, got it done. I, quali- I qualified for Boston. You qualified for Boston on your first marathon? Yeah. That's <laughs> my first and only marathon. I haven't run a marathon yeah. since because I, I, I hit the trails and was like, screw road. So <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't run, you didn't run, you didn't go to Boston? You didn't do it? I didn't. I didn't. I chose not to um, sign up for Boston, but I put my name in for Leadville and got in. So I said, the running gods just had it for me. They were like, this is your Boston, Leadville. Here you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Wow. So. Um, well, I have to ask this. So what was your time to, to, that you had to qualify for Boston and how, um, how old I, were you? I had to qualify with 330, um, okay. and I did, and I did 326. Nice. So yeah, you, you do at the time you did, you did, I mean, you'd have got in. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, Boston, I I've done Boston and it's, 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 it's pretty awesome. And I almost went back and I was in. But I opted to go run mountains instead. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like I did. I've done that. It's expensive. I'd rather spend that money and go play in the mountains. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, I I plan on trying to qualify again. Um, yeah. Now that I've kind of uh, chose not to, I I kind of regret not yeah. doing it. At the same time, because I'm like this, it's a big thing, and I, I kind of discounted it at first. I think. Yeah. It's it's a um. It's one you got if you can do it. I mean, if you know, do it once. If you know, at least you know, go experience it because it was uh, it, it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, it's all those people, man. You know, and 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 mm-hmm. it's so opposite of what we do now. <laughs> you know, it's like you finish now and you got like ten people like yay. You know, it's like <laughs> if if you have ten people, you know, right. and in Boston it's like I don't know, man. So many people cheering you the whole way. It's crazy. But uh, anyway, so so you, you did that. And then uh, and then six weeks later, uh, what was your first ultra? Well, I got to ask this, though. After you you you'd finished and qualified for Boston, how did your how did your body feel? I mean, how did your you know, your legs and do you sore? Oh, gosh, I was so sore. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> I picked a race three hours from where we lived and um, my mom and son were with me. We like walked down the road and I, I had won an award award. I won an age group award. Nice. So I had to, I had to wait for the award ceremony. So we went down to eat and I took two bites of a burger and I was like, I'm sick to my stomach. I can't do this. <laughs> and the whole way I was just like, as the whole way back home laying in the backseat with my legs, just like, just squeeze it <laughs> so tight. Oh gosh. It was terrible. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the roads, man, I tell you, uh, the roads will beat you up. I They're mean, brutal. Yeah. Especially when you're going hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did a, uh, I, I've done a, a, you know, a marathon and then a week later did the a 50 mile and the 50 mile was easier on my body in the, you know, 50 mile on the trails, you know, than, mm-hmm. than the road marathon. I, I much prefer 50 miles on dirt, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'll do that any day over a road marathon. Okay, so here's the question. Were you already signed up for the 50K when you did the marathon? I was not, no. Um, Basically what happened, I was talking to the 325 pacer, and he had 
he had done a bunch of like hundreds and stuff like that. And so he was talking to me about the ultra scene and I was like, I want to do a hundred someday. And he said, well, if you finish today and you qualify for Boston, you can run a hundred miles. He said, running a hundred miles is easier than qualifying for Boston. That's what he wow. told me. Wow. So, yeah. So I was like, after that, I, I signed up for the 50 K and my 50 mile and then my hundred mile, like all that same day. So, <laughs> nice. so you, uh, what was your first 50 K? Where was that one? Um, it was the Over the Hills Track Club uh, in the high desert. Um, it's in Ridge, Ridgecrest, California. So I, oh. I drove I drove all the way across the country for my first ultra Dude, in December. In, wow. that That's uh, it, worth it, huh? It was worth it. I just – like I said, I, I go all in. I went big. So <laughs> – Okay. So that – okay. And then uh, what, what ended up being your first 100 mile? What year was this? This is – um, I did 2019 was my first hundred miler. I did Tunnel Hill. Okay, okay. So, um, well, what about Leadville? You said you got you got into Leadville, or you? I got, yeah, I got into Leadville for last year, but then you know okay. COVID happened. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, I deferred my entry to this year. So I'll be doing Leadville this year. Nice. So. I haven't been able to get into Leadville yet. I don't know what the code is, or who you got to talk to, or who you got to send. 20 bucks to her. So, you know, I hadn't got in yet, but I'm doing the silver rush 50 this year. And hopefully that'll help me to get into, you know, <laughs> just, just get an age group then, then you'll be in. So okay. I think with the to, silver rush 50. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure that's to, one of the qualifiers. I have to, yeah, I have to run that. I'll run it hard then I'm doing it partially for training, but, um, so, okay. So let's, let's go, let's go back. Tunnel Hill, hundred miler, 2019. You, you, you decided to run this hundred mile race. Uh, what's your, what's your family and friends think about, you know, that you've done, you, you did a 50, uh, you did lean horse 50, right? I did lean horse. And then I also did one called Berryman as well. In okay. Missouri. Okay. Yeah. How, how, uh, lean horse, um, I had some friends that did that. Uh, tell me about lean horse. Cause it has a um, hundred mile too, right? Yep. It's another okay. rails to trails course on the Mickelson. Okay. Um, that's out in the black Hills in my state here. So, okay. Uh, it's a beautiful backdrop, but, you know, um, with with that course specifically, since you're going through mountain ranges and stuff like that, it's just slow, slow uphills and downhills for miles. Like you go 19 miles downhill to start. Oh, wow. Just a slow grade down. And so my quads were so <laughs> sore by 34 miles in that I thought I was like they were going to explode uh, <laughs> just because not having that variation of a normal trail is yeah. just so intense on the body. It really is. It, it's a, is it point to point? It is point to point for the 50 for the hundred. They do an out and back on the 50 mile course. Okay. Wow. But you got it done. I got and, it done. And you won a you won an age group award. Did I see that right? Um, I got second female. Second. Oh, I mean, no. Yeah, you got you got yeah second place. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that that yeah that's that's amazing. So you you're crushing these races when you do them. You qualify for Boston. You get second female. So like, I don't know. You you feel like you're born to do this? <laughs> I kind of I've kind of said that. I kind of feel like I'm born to run. I just I feel most like myself when I'm running. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome to 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 and to find something or to, you know to start doing something like it. You six years ago, five years ago. I mean, if you could see you now, I mean, well, I don't know. I, could you ever imagine you'd be where you are now? I mean, really? 
Oh no. I used to share memes that would be like, this is, this is us, like a picture of two people running. This could be us, but I hate running and you don't exist. Like (laughs) I literally shared a meme that said that five years ago. So, and like, if I would ever said I'd be running a hundred miles, I'd say you're insane. Like you must be tripping on drugs because this is, that's crazy talk. But uh, here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Don't you, don't you wish you would have discovered that part of yourself like earlier? Oh, all the time. I, I wish I would have had this outlet so much sooner than I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I look back and I, I just I started running late. I was doing other sports and stuff, but I, I wish I'd have discovered my love for the long distances. You know, uh, who knows? You know what? You know, I don't know. Just it's just such a good outlet. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so. It really is. It's it's one of the best outlets there is. Yeah. So you 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 knock out fifty miles and then you sign up for for. Tunnel Hill in Illinois, and so how did training go for for that compared to your fifty miles? Did you did you get hardcore training plan? How did you do that? Um, I had been kind of on a constant training plan that whole year, basically. Yeah. Like I have, I had a great coach. Um, her name is Eve with Rising Mountains Coaching. Um, she's just fantastic. Oh, I've had uh, her on the podcast. Eve, really? yeah. 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 Okay. I I know she was on your podcast, but yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, so she, she really helped me. Um, I did a 50 K in like, I think it was March. And then I built into my 50 mile in May and then I had my next 50 mile in August and then, um, November was tunnel Hill. So I just kind of had them all flow together and it, it really worked. Um, and I was, you know, ecstatic with the results. So yeah, yeah. I, it's always it's always interesting going into your first your hundred miler when you step up to that distance, you know, because I mean, fifty miles is is a is is long, you know. It's and then mm-hmm. you're like, I'm gonna go twice that, you know. Uh, I don't know. I've I've been before where I'm training and I have a, a training fifty mile race and I'm dying because you know you go out faster and I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing this to train for twice this, you know. <laughs> Did you have any of those thoughts when you were doing like lean horse or you know? <laughs> No, not, not really. No, good. No, yeah. not really. I felt like I could, uh, I felt like I could still go, but my legs were just like dead. I mean, yeah. mentally, I was like, I could still do this, but my legs were hating me. Nice, nice. Well, how how did so your experience for Tunnel Hill was it? Um, uh, did you hit some 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 lows? Did you did you experience some of that in it? Yeah, I would say I didn't really hit a low until. Um, my pacer may disagree with me, but I did really hit a low <laughs> until about 90 miles in. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm nine miles away from finishing a hundred miles. And I was like, you know, uh, two years ago I was, you know, 260 pounds and I just started bawling, like <laughs> sobbing. Yeah. And I had numerous spurts of tears throughout. I'd be like talking about all of our friends and family back home to our, my pacer. And I would just be like, gosh, I'm so glad I found all of you guys in the running community and start crying again. So <laughs> it was just various lows throughout, <laughs> but um, they're all good lows in a way. Well, that, that, I mean, that sounds like that, that sounds like a, a really amazing time of reflection, you know, of, of, you know, kind of, no savoring those last, nine miles you know and thinking about what it means and and i don't know that's that's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah it was uh, it was a surreal experience like that that last bit of of the race was just i mean i hit so many lows but i think that's where you find yourself the most is how you persevere when you hit that low and come out of it so 
Do you, do you um did did you have any kind of uh I don't know it, it's kind of a little different on your first but do you have any kind of mantras or mind tricks that you you know you use to try to 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 get you to that next aid station or you know that when when things got a little low um well a, a big thing uh, was just keep moving forward that's my biggest mantra and always but I would just count down the miles from aid station to aid station that that was the miles that I was focused on I wasn't thinking about anything beyond that it's just yeah. when do I get to see my girls next that's what I was thinking what do I get to see my crew and my girls I just so that was that was a big thing for me is being able to see them as often as I did um, was a big motivator to get to that next spot when I hit those low points yeah yeah and um, how did you how do you, would you describe somebody who's never run a hundred miles? How would you describe that feeling of crossing the finish line and, you know, we, we do it for the buckle, you know, and, and getting that buckle, you know, and just, I don't know, what is, what did that, it sounds like you started the celebration a little early, but, you know, describe that to somebody that, that's never done it. Well, I guess when it was coming up on the finish line, I was actually like walking and then some people started to try and pass me. So I just, I like literally busted out in like a sprint. I mean, I was hit like, <laughs> I was hit like nine minute miles after, you know, yeah. been walking for how long. And so I'm just like sprinting to the finish. And as soon as I hit that finish line, I just like collapsed, like and put my hands on my legs and bawled. It was just, I don't know. It was just, it the that moment is like all of the blood, sweat, and tears you put in training mm. all coming together. And for me, it was just so much bigger because it wasn't just that. It was like my life is so much different now. Yeah. And I couldn't – the weight of it was just so heavy at that moment. Just like, wow, this is where I'm at. I yeah. can't believe it. <laughs> I'm I'm the kind of – I'm the kind of woman that sets a goal and trains and does this, you know? <laughs> that was you you know like yeah and and to still think that to still even look back now i'm like i really did that i can't believe it and and you did that and it's you know it's still you you're still i'm, I'm looking at your ultra sign up right now you know you did you've done, <laughs> you've done other other races and i see those ones that are shaded light green that you've got planned on the horizon you know if uh, hopefully covid leaves us alone and we can you know we can do some more but i see the kettle moraine you know 100 miler there and and uh you know so you're like you got you're doing more you know and and you've got leadville um wow <laughs> So you're going to have multiple hundred miles. You know? Yeah. I'm on the wait list for Moab. So. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So and here, here's the cool thing. So you, you, you had people helping you along the journey. You had people that, that okay. So the guy planted a seed who, who was the, um, uh, the pacer for the, the marathon that you did. Uh, he planted the seed about, you know, ultras, hundred milers and all that stuff. And then you achieve these things. You had people pacing you, helping you at Tunnel Hill. And then so your experience at Moab this year was a little different from my experience at Moab this year. Uh, you went and you helped pace uh, Brian Paisley, who was also on the podcast recently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people that have been on your podcast. So. <laughs> That's funny. And I don't really think about the connections when I ask somebody. But mm -hmm. like, you know, as we're like, oh, yeah, she. Yeah, OK. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of cool. So tell me, was this your first time, you know, being at, you know, the Moab race and everything? Yeah, this is my first time at Moab. Okay, so what yeah. was your your impression of it? 
Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> it was just incredible the way they ran it, you know? Um, yeah. And the thing is, is you don't realize how many people you're actually going to see out on that course. You know, there's a lot of people that you see. I mean, it's granted, you, sometimes there's stretches where you're by yourself, but wow. And Moab is just crazy. The the scenery, the contrast in it is just ridiculous. You feel like you're in a completely different place in, in multiple different parts of the course. Like, yeah. how is this all in the same area? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's um, I had never been to Utah uh, before the race. And so I was kind of like like you just experiencing it while I'm running the you know, while I'm in the in the race. And I didn't get to see nearly what I what I should have gotten to see because uh, I because I had to bail on it. But um, so uh, how how long uh, how far did you get to, to pace Brian? Um, I paced him from the island to Shea Mountain, so I think that's a 34-mile stretch, if I remember right. That's about, that's about right. Nice. So you got to you got and and what was what time of day? I mean, what 34 miles? You what, what was it at night or part of the day or how how was I, it? We did start in the daylight, but um, it, a majority of it was in the night. So climbing up Shea Mountain in the dark was just lovely. <laughs> Nice, nice. I heard that's I heard that's a fun climb. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, super fun. Yeah. Did you guys get to see as you were uh crewing and helping and all, did you get to see some of the front runners go through, you know, when uh um I forgot his name from Italy and then of course Goggins doing his thing? I did not get to see um any of them. I did get to see my friend Jody. Um she's from Omaha, Jody Seminole. She plays yeah. the second woman. Yeah, yeah. she's She's like a local legend from Omaha to, to Sioux Falls. Like we, we all know her. She's amazing. But I did That's get cool. to see her while I was waiting for Brian to come through. And uh, uh, so that was nice. But um, just where he was at, I just didn't get to see a lot of the front runners. So, yeah, yeah. So that, that was you answer one of my questions because uh, I was going to ask, so uh, you thinking about doing a 200 one day? Well, you, <laughs> you got you know, I, I'm right. on a wait list for two of them right now. So, oh, which, which then, other one? Um, I'd have to look at the name of it. It, it oh. was something I had never heard of it. It was like Potawatomi. Or oh. It's in Wisconsin, I think. Oh, oh, um, yeah, I think I did see that at, at some point. Um, cause there's starting to be a lot more at 200 milers. So, yeah, I was just, I've basically just been looking at time frames and when I could do it. I'm like, well, I feel like I could do it anytime, but <laughs> Just, 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 just see what you get in and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a good enough base. I feel that I could just go for it. How, um, how far on the wait list are you uh, from Moab? Do you know? Did they, did they have the numbers out yet? Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty far down there. I'm like 141 okay. or something like that. Okay. Well, you never, you never know. You never. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of people that have to yeah. say like, eh, never mind. Yeah, that, that's a lot. There, but <laughs> yeah, put it out there and see if, hey, if. If it happens, you know it's meant to be. So, <laughs> right, exactly. And and there's other options out there too that I saw. So I was thinking maybe doing like a 48 hour timed race or 72 hour, and yeah. just kind of use utilize that to get beyond that 100 mile mark. Anyway. Yeah, I've never done a a, a timed race like that, like on a track or um or even just a. a I, I did one where it was it was trails, but I mean you basically knew how many loops you would get in the time frame. You know, it was a. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but it, I've never done one where it's you know like a twenty four hour or forty eight hour. So I don't know how I don't know how that would mess with my head or anything. You know. 
yeah i don't i don't know either i've never done a time race either so i yeah. feel like I feel like it would be a pretty unique experience and, yeah. and just a, a different way of challenging yourself because you're racing the clock and it's just you and how much you're willing to push yourself. Basically. Yeah. Do you uh, right now when you train, do you train based on like uh, hours run like time, you, you go get a five hour run in on Saturday or something or do you do miles? Um, I usually do. I kind of do a combination of both. So I'll okay. do like, this is my time goal and this is how many miles I want to do within that time. And it's kind of like a, a yeah. variation of how many miles, like based on what I feel is an easy pace for me that day. Okay. Cause, cause I, I've always done miles, you know, training for my hundreds and now uh, I've got, a, I've got a coach coaching me to get me ready for the, the triple crown this year and, uh, and the race I have coming up and it's, we're doing out by hours and I, it's, mm -hmm. it took me a little while to, to, to kind of, and I do the same thing. I said, well, I should be able to get this many miles or, you know, but, um, I don't know, but I think training like that would help, you know, to, to do, uh, 48 or 24 hour, you know, you just kind of set your goal and go out for it and hope you can mm -hmm. hang on. You know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much any altar though. You set a goal and that's what you're going for. I don't, yeah. I, I guess some, some people I've talked to said they don't set time goals, but I'm like, ah, I do yeah. with everything I do. I'm like, this is what I want to do it in. And, yeah. Most, uh, of the time know, I, most of the time I'm close. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, if you, if you try and you blow up or whatever, you just, you know, do you, Plan B, you know, just, you know, just keep going. Hold on and finish. That's it. That's it. Hang on and get it done. Well, um, well, I, I hope you, I hope you get into one of the two hundreds because, uh, that, that it's a, um, I, I, I don't, I, I've, I've always said I don't get super emotional at finishes, but when I finished Tahoe in the Tahoe 200 in 2018, man, I, I, I have to say that I was, uh, there were tears, man. I just, I was raw. I was just so raw. And so, uh, yeah, there's just something about that extra i don't know man it scrubs you scrubs you emotionally you just there you know it's like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah it's a, it's a new experience it was a new experience for me so uh i don't know I, I i tell people especially you know strong runners like you man yeah go for it and then uh it it i don't know it's it's it, you learn a lot about yourself so yeah exactly i don't know there's this great quote that i thought of while you were saying that i i'm probably going to slaughter it but it said something about a certain amount of miles um will transcend the body and then eventually it'll transcend the mind and then eventually you'll, you'll have your soul bared basically uh, i'm gonna have to look that so, up um I'm I'm doing a very bad variation, of those, but <laughs> <laughs> that quote just something was, uh, that stuck with me. That because um, I feel like a certain amount of miles, uh, you find different things out about yourself after being pushed so far. Yeah. So, and and I want to keep going further to find out more. Nice, nice. Well, when you're running, I mean, because you, you you said it, and I understand it. Most people listening understand that it's 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 kind of like it's therapy you know if, if i have a day i don't i haven't been doing a, if i have a day where i can't run or don't run a lot or whatever i can tell you know um i i could my demeanor my attitude and everything just kind of it's not where it needs to be uh what do you when you're running do you do you listen to music do you do you think do you listen to books what do you, what do, you do how do you approach your your running um it just kind of depends um if i'm running on the road i'll pretty much listen to music all the time unless I'm running with somebody else. Um, if I'm on trail, I pretty much don't listen to anything at all. Yeah. So, uh, 
trail is just where I feel most comfortable, just kind of letting everything just go. And I've had so many great runs that way. You know, I, I've even cried while running before. Yeah. Many times. I'm not going <laughs> to lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> just processing life, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. I remember um, there was a uh, South Louisiana. There we met up with this lady trainer on some of the trails that we were doing, and she said, "I just been working through some things." And she said, "I've already run seventy miles on this trail this week." And we were like, "Man, she got to work. She's working out some stuff, you know." Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I was like, "I can relate," you know. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So, so you're okay. Let's let's talk real life here because because, you know, I mean, all of us wish that I mean, don't you just wish you could like just race all the time, run all the time and just be out, you know, just kind of do just just live that life almost. But we have real life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you've got a son, you, you you're you're going to school, you got you know, there's there's how do you how do you balance that, um, you know, in, in your life? How do you make that work and training, you know, and all that? Uh, basically with training, um, especially, I just, I fit it in where I can. Um, yeah. I, I usually work at 6am, so okay. uh, I get up and run at three in the morning, stuff like that. So it's just utilizing my time. So I'm making myself available to fit everything in, which, yeah. um, school is just a recent thing, uh, for okay. this semester. I just started this week. So this semester is a brand new semester and there's a lot of stuff all at once. Yeah. So this is a premature question, but we'll see how it all goes. Yeah, he's like, thanks David for stressing me out. I got to figure this out. <laughs> oh no, no, I've, I've already been stressing about it for a while now. So, you know, all you're doing is just bringing that to the forefront of my mind again. So thank you for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean with anything, it's just balancing everything. Um, I obviously know what times I work. I know what time my son has school, what time classes, and then fitting in time for homework and his homework. And it's just, by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, and I tell people, I'm, I'm I'm a morning person. I know some people like to run in the evenings, but, you know, this morning I was up, I was up at 3.30 or 3.40, 3.45 to run. And, you know, you just, that's what I had to do, you know, to get it done because, life <laughs> you know i got got kids got got a podcast got work and all those things and you you make a priority and and you know you know you're a better person when you get out and run so you just make the sacrifice a little sleep and do it yeah i mean it's better for everybody if i have a run so because <laughs> if, if mama ain't happy <laughs> mama's not happy if she doesn't have a run so. nobody's gonna be happy if mama's not happy <laughs> <laughs> pretty much isn't that how it works yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta make sure you can't hear me. So. <laughs> um, so, um, so you've got, do you have like, like, uh, long-term plans? I mean, you've got, so you, you got into Leadville, which is awesome. What other, what other races besides the 200 miles you put in that do you want to, do you have on your list? Is it like all the races, or do you have a few that are just like, man, I, I really want to do these? Um, well, I'd like to do each one of the triple crowns, um, you know, and then obviously UTMB someday would be, would be nice or Western States, you know, but nobody gets into Western States except maybe, maybe you. I did on my second ticket, second year I got in. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know how it happened. Everybody's like, oh, you suck. And I'm like, well, (laughs) 
I can't help it. They drew my name, you know? Right. It's like, I can't even use that joke on you because you got into, you got into Western <laughs> States. Just like, just like I could say nobody gets into Leadville, but that, you know, yeah, that joke yeah, would apply yeah, to you. There you go. There you go. Who did you pay? Come on, tell me, be honest. Who did you know? <laughs> oh, you know, you I, <laughs> who knows who knows what it is maybe they were like oh i did i did mention that i lost a bunch of weight and then started running ultra so maybe we were like all right maybe yeah. she can handle a, a hard yeah. mountain race so well i have to say this though looking at your your times and what you've done and and i mean you haven't been running ultras i mean that long you haven't been running that that long you know i mm-hmm. mean you really uh, it, it's impressive. You, I mean, like when I, you know, you're born, you're born, I mean, you're born to do it, you know? I mean, I, I, I think it's awesome. And, and, and you've got, you know, these, these races on ultra sign up, and I'm sure there's probably some others that aren't on here, but, um, just thinking, you know, five years, um, how many, you know, I don't know, just your, the journey that you, cause your journey is just, I mean, you, you've been doing this a little bit, but you're just starting with it, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, we'll have to get you back on the podcast and, you know, <laughs> right, right. Come back in a year or two, see where I'm at. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just really cool. I love seeing your story. I love seeing people that, that you found yourself, you know, you found who you are and yeah, I see you smiling and laughing and, and I see yourself on, posting online. I, and look, I know life is life. You know, you still mm-hmm. have kind of like a, a hundred miler. You still have your downs, but I see you, you know, you're happy and, and you're doing stuff. And um, man, that's it's beautiful. You know, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's 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 surreal. I don't know. That's the best word I can say. And I've said it already a couple of times <laughs> on the podcast. But um just from where I was to where I'm at now, it's just a night and day difference, and uh, I'm grateful for it every day. So I um, I do something every day. I, I write a morning gratitude list. I write 10 things I'm grateful for every day. Uh-huh. I've been doing that for a little over a year now, and that's definitely huh. um, that's a life changer, too. Yeah. Nice. Do you ever... Um... I mean, when you're when you're down, do you struggle to make the the? Oh the yeah, tennis? yeah. But it forces you. Yeah, and sometimes you know it's just it could be something basic, and I might repeat something that I wrote before. But I mean, I I still think uh, even if you're repeating it, it just means it's, that's something that's that precious to you. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I want I'm saying this for the benefit of everybody listening. I mean, all of us have things to be thankful for you know and if you're if you're down and you think you've got nothing or nothing to be thankful for that's a lie you know that's 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 believe that's what they call stinking thinking <laughs> you know exactly it's um, always something and so um you just gotta just gotta look you know you just gotta just open your eyes you know quit, quit believing the lies so <laughs> yeah lies are everywhere right now especially but uh. yeah. Great. Yeah. Two, 2020 I had to dig a little bit sometimes to find some thankfulness, you know, but it was, it was there. And, and now even the beginning of 2021 is, yeah, it's crazy. We still, still got to dig deep for that, don't we? But yeah, it's, bit. it's still there. It's all there. It's still and there. It's, and I feel like it's all going to get back to where it's uh, a little more normalized, but yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're getting to, uh, now I can still go put two feet in front, you know, put my, get out there and run and, and, uh, and 
process life and enjoy it. <laughs> as long as we got around and they, they can't take that from us. So that's right. That's right. So, so I want to ask you some, um, uh, a few questions about how you, uh, about when you run, cause people always like to know what people are using for their, uh, equipment and, and you know, what their, um, what their, I don't know, uh, nutrition and things like that. So for, I want to start with the shoes though. So what shoes are you running in? What's your favorite shoe? Oh, uh, the Hoka Torrance. Hoka Torrance. Okay. Yeah. For, for trail anyway. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What about roads? Um, probably the Hoka Kabus or Rincons. I'm a, I'm a Hoka brand loyalist. Okay. No, that's, so. cool. that's <laughs> I did just order a pair of Solomon Speedcross though. Okay. Just to, because right. ice is treacherous here and a lot of Hoka stuff is not great on ice. So. Okay. Do you, do you, uh, do, do some of you people around there have to run with the little, put the spikes on? I don't even know oh, what yeah. they call it. Oh yeah. We have spikes. I, I've got a pair of micro spikes for trail. I just don't have anything for pavement. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see those things and I was like, I have never had to do, I mean, I probably should have them every now and then here when it's icy, but I just run on the treadmill. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. has their own solution, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're, uh, you're, you're, you're running a hundred miles. What pack are you wearing? Um, I've got the Solomon Advanced Skin 12. Okay. All right. And what light are you using? Um, I've got two different lights. I've got a waist lamp from Ultra Aspire. Um, I've got the, the 800 lumen. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, the multi-sport, which is, oh, man, that thing is amazing. And then I also, uh, I, I double up, especially on those long ones. Um, I've got a, I've got a Petzl Active Core. Okay. Got you. Yeah, I, I love my. I have, I have the Ultra Aspire. Uh, I have the 600, and it's. I mean, it's it's great. And I may be adding a little headlamp just to cause when you look around, so I'm not just like mm-hmm. you know. You ever feel like if you wear just the waist lamp, like you're pointing your waist around to look at yeah, stuff? Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're like twisting your whole body like, just to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. Dancing on the trail. <laughs> Shoot, I dance on the trail all the time, so it would be nothing new for me. There you go. It just gives you an excuse, you know, whatever. <laughs> there's there's videos of me running into aid stations at Tunnel Hill, like dancing because they were playing music at aid stations. And I'd be like, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, that those things help, man. When you when you make even if you feel like garbage, if you make yourself do that, it pumps you up. You know, it's <laughs> like they say, awesome. if you're in that crappy mood, just smile and you'll feel better. Exactly. I say that all the time. That yeah, yeah. So okay, so we've got pack. Oh, what are you doing for GPS? Uh, GPS. I I just got a Garmin Phoenix Six. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. I had I had Sunto for a while. Um, okay. But I just Sunto's great. I just wanted more data. You know, okay. and, and Sunto's capable of doing all of it. They just don't do it. <laughs> I know, I know the 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 yeah. The, I have a the Cento nine, and it's it's it it, yeah, it works. I had the nine. I had the nine borrow. So yeah. Yeah, it it works it works hard. It it does does well, but it's uh yeah. I wish I wish we had a little more data. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the that's the only reason I went back to Garmin, and so we'll see. Gotcha. But I, I love the battery life out of the borrow nine. Oh yeah, man. Same. Yeah. So, all right. So we got, we got, okay. What, what's the other, okay. So what are you doing? What are you eating? Like what'd you, what work for you to eat uh, at Tunnel Hill? Eat and electrolytes, your food and electrolytes. Um, I do tailwind all the time. Okay. Um, but for food, I, I could pretty much eat anything. Um, okay. 
but the further I was, the further I was getting, I mean, I, I, I was stick to a lot of bananas, like peanut butter and jelly, like roll ups and sandwiches, um, you know, potato chips, boiled potatoes. They had pizza rolls. So yeah, I was happy. Nice. <laughs> they had so much food at Tunnel Hill. Oh, my goodness. But I and I was trying all of it. I had a hamburger and a hot dog. <laughs> oh, you're going to love the 200 milers then. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, I had some of the aid station food oh, at Moab 240. So I know they were like, okay. you want a breakfast burrito? Here you go. How about some potatoes and like a slurry with gravy? And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All that burgers. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But you know, good old uh, broth. That that was like broth saved my life at yes. Tunnel Hill. Especially at night when it when it gets starts getting cold. I, I I that's broth and coke at night, and I don't drink coke normally, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> Whatever gets you through. That's it. That's it. All right. So uh, so tailwind. Uh, I. I did I, I did Tailwind for for a long time and I wish it worked so great for me but then after Tahoe my it, it started turning my stomach and I can't mm-hmm. anymore I can't I can't so enjoy it while you can hopefully you can keep using it because it's a great product it but, is yeah yeah and I just I can't my stomach doesn't like it anymore it makes me uh makes it come back up so <laughs> that's not good when you try to keep stuff no down. <laughs> no. So oh, that's too bad, but yeah, maybe yeah, I, right. there's other products. So what do you use now? I just started, uh, I've been training really hard. I'm using, it's called Carbo Pro. Oh, I, I've never heard of that one. I, I got a sample of it and then I didn't, I never used it. And then uh, I don't, do you know, Sean Nakamura, he was at Moab. Um, he's run, he's run Tahoe every year that they've had it. The Tahoe 200. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. And I'm sure if I saw a picture, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably, you've probably seen him around and, uh, yeah, but he, yeah. he's, he's run, a, he's, he's a serial runner. And, but he, he, after Moab, uh, he said, he told me about it and he said, man, I, it really works for me and it doesn't have any flavor. You mix it in and you get like in a small bottle, you've got, I've got 200 calories and you can tell it's in there a little bit, but there's no, no flavor. And so it's just like straight calories. And then, um, uh, doing that with some salt tabs or I put a little bit of noon in with it and uh, man it's working really well my stomach's doing great with it and uh, I can run I did the six hour training run and I'm, I've got that sustained energy and I'm doing some like bars with it too I'll drink so it, it, it works well so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep trucking with it for now and see how it goes so yeah, yeah. sounds interesting worth looking yeah. into anyway yeah, yeah, it's good to have options, especially yeah. like in the middle of a race and and something goes south, you know, you could you got a backup plan or something. Yeah. All right. So, uh you've been on this amazing journey and uh I think I think this would be a good question to kind of to kind of bring it all together. Um I don't know, somebody somebody who might be listening that is just struggling in life that that might be where you were. Um and and I don't know maybe maybe you've uh, you've talked to other people um, who who have have been having a tough time but somebody who is who is where you were and they just feel like they're stuck and they feel like this is it what, what would you what would you tell that person what would you tell you from from four years ago um there's there's more to be there's more to be uh, seen you know there's more life to be had um, this whatever you're feeling right now is temporary. Everything is temporary. So what you're feeling now will change and you can change it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, and and that's, that's it. You know, I I tell people all the time, you know, you want to do something, do it. 
you know, you want to change, change. <laughs> so, um, well, thank you for, for sharing your journey, you know, and, and thank you for sharing, like, you know, I mean, you put yourself out there on, on, uh, social media, you know, like, Hey, here, here's where I was and here's where I am. And, and you should be proud of that. And, um, I hope, I hope it inspires other people to do the same, you know, to make changes and, uh, and to be proud of themselves and to be proud of the life that they're living and have something to, to live for. So, so keep it up, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I will. I definitely will. It's something that held me accountable in the beginning. And, um, I just kind of kept sharing and, you know, people yeah. keep, people keep coming. So there you go. And, yeah. and keep, keep running the long races to show that you're not done yet. You're still pushing and you're still running off the crazier. That's what, that's, that's what we call it. Running <laughs> off the crazy. That's, that's essentially what it is. So yep. yeah, call it what it is. <laughs> well, well, man, thanks so much for, for visiting and, and sharing your story and uh, look forward to seeing what you're going to do in the future. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Take okay. care. You too.